Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Hey, hey, Casey. morning. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome. Hey, Alexis, good morning. Good morning, welcome. Odell, got issues with you. Because I think every time you post your food, you brag. You know I like good food. Good morning, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Good morning. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome. Oh, it's 5 a.m. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am your host is Lakeisha Johnson this morning and we welcome you. We are YouTube live, Facebook live and Instagram live and we will podcast this a little bit later on Ankle, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're a little bit of everywhere right now and so grateful to God for the opportunity. So do me a favor. If you are live with me right now, go share the video, invite someone in and let's enjoy the word of the Lord this morning. Man, ladies who are at Bible study, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. But Bible study is everything. Bible study has been everything. We have just a couple more Tuesdays before we take a break. I'm just grateful for what God does for us in Bible study. So if you get a chance next Tuesday, come see Bible study. Saturday, a couple more announcements. I am at a prayer breakfast Saturday morning. If you are in the Little Rock area, the prayer breakfast benefits the Family Development Council. And I am the keynote speaker for the morning. That's from 9 to 11. You can get tickets. You can inbox me if you need tickets. The tickets are $25. We prayer breakfast and I'll be speaking. That's on Saturday morning. I'm excited, excited about what God has been doing through this ministry and through my life. Well, let's get started for today. Uh, don't forget, you can log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com or Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Uh, make sure you log on to the YouTube channel because we are cleaning up the Facebook page, taking down old videos. We've been doing it, taking down more old videos. So you won't be able to revisit all the old videos in our page. We're getting ready to only leave like a few weeks of videos up. So make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel probably like the last five weeks and everything else will start disappearing 
It'll only be on the YouTube channel. Well, let's pray and get started for today. Remember, we've been talking about revelation knowledge, visitations, um, having these encounters with God so that we understand, remembering that revelation is divine. The word of God is what we base our lives on and then asking him for divine revelation for what we need. Um, and he speaks to us all the time if we're open to receive. A lot of times we're not open to receive what God is trying to say. But if we will open up the doors to receive, God will talk to us all the time. He will talk to us all the time. So let's pray and get started. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you, Father God, for your grace. We thank you, Father God, for your mercy, your love, your peace, your joy, your protection for your word, for confirming your word, for confirming your word again. Father God, for just your righteous plan for our life, Lord God, for salvation, Lord God, and for the Holy Ghost. Bless the people today, Lord God. Let the Holy Ghost invade their life, Father God. We thank you that a divine word and impartation is coming to us today, Lord God. One, Father God, this continues to groom us, continue to grow us in a closer relationship with you. We thank you for divine revelation and impartation. Bless the people so that they may hear you, Lord God. Let this word not fall on stony ground, Lord God. Let it not be stolen away by the birds. Let it be planted in a fertile heart so that it can be multiplied for your kingdom alone. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. <clears throat> And I just thank you. I just thank you and I bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, so we've been in Job, talking about Job and listening to this story with Job. And man, Job a trip. <laughs> like that's the best way to build it. Job is a trip. This whole situation has got a trip. His friends are a trip. His friends have come on the scene. Bless you, man. God bless the work of your hands, too, uh, Tori. Bless the work of your hands. We've been on the scene, and Job's friends have hit the scene. We know that Job has lost absolutely everything. And uh, today, we're going to focus on, and I mean, they're going back and forth. Let me set the scene. You need to go read the book of Job, like read the entire book of Job. Ask God to give you revelation. Well, his friends at the scene and they're coming in. It's very good friends. They're coming in. They know Job has lost everything. They're going to sit silent with him. They tore their clothes. They put ashes on their head. They're just going to sit in grief with Job. And so they're sitting, supposed to be sitting in grief with Job. They're silent for a few days. And then they begin to talk to Job. They begin to try to convince Job to repent for some sin. They're trying to convince Job, okay, the reason that you're in this circuit situation is because you've sinned. And we've been there before. I, I don't know where people get that from. I don't know where people get that if you're in a crisis situation or something has happened to you, that God has inflicted this on you. I if if you can show me that, like consistently in the word because he's a just God. He's a fair God and he reigns. And we're going to talk about that. Matthew five, I think it's the 45th verse. He reigns on the just and the unjust. And so they're trying to convince him to repent for some sin. And God deals with them at the end too. 
he deals with them about their wickedness and the forwardness of their mouth. So you guys got to be very careful. We all have to be very careful that when someone, and I'm not saying you don't have to be repentant. I'm not saying that sin doesn't open the door to the enemy. That's let's be clear that sin opens the door to the enemy, but they were trying to convince Job to repent for some sin, sin, and get before God. And they were just going on and on to the point where uh, they were just saying too much. And so for some reason, they're back and forth. Now, Job does do something. We're going to talk about that today. Job does do something. Job, Job tries to convince God of his righteousness and how he's been right standing. Job is trying to convince God how he's done all the right things. And I, I think all of us, I know I have been guilty of trying to convince God when we are in a crisis situation, how great we've been <laughs> and how we don't deserve. It's funny how we don't deserve what's happening to us. So he's in this long conversation with these friends. They just going back and forth and they telling Job, I know if I had to laugh, they telling Job, you know, you need to repent. And they, they haven't even sought the wisdom of God in this. So you have to be very careful because we'll do that. Like somebody will get sick. And several times in the scripture, God has said, what does the sin have to do with sickness? Or what is this whatever? Fiery trials and tests come. But you got to understand what fiery trials and tests are about. God is not in inflicting something on you. Hey, hey, Dio. Hey, Donnie. God is not inflicting something on you. You're not impoverished or in poverty or don't have what you need uh, because God is inflicting something on you. God is inflicting. That's not what you're doing. That's, that's not what God is doing here. And sometimes we'll be without things or we hit a rough, rough patch in life. And then we start thinking it's all about sin are thinking it's all about our deeds and our actions. What we have to do is learn to receive the word of God by faith. So we got to receive the word of God by faith. We're receiving the word of God by faith. We're believing the word of God by faith. We're taking hold fast of the word of God by faith. I saw Donnie McEwen on. I don't know if he's still on, but he has been really pushing people to um, deal with their financial faith. And so it's just by faith that we receive God. It's by faith we receive the blessings of God. It's by faith we receive the salvation of God. See my brother Donnie on. My other brother Donnie pointed, that's my brother, brother. Hey Donnie, um, by faith, receiving God by faith. Like receiving God by faith. And so they're trying to convince Job that he's in this calamity, right? They're trying to convince Job that he's in this calamity. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. The Holy Spirit was talking to me about something. They're trying to convince Job that he's in this calamity because of something he did. And so I want you to be very careful when you're dealing with people of trying to get your own interpretation of why a person is going through a particular situation. As a matter of fact, I have a saying, M-Y-O-B, mind your own business. <laughs> mind your own business. Unless there's a word from the Lord, mind your own business. And I'm not talking about sin doesn't cause, does not give us the right to sin, but you need to mind your own business. And so we see them back and forth when we get into the 12, 13, 14, 15, 16th chapter, 17th chapter, they just going on and on and on. Job is defending his, biz, his, his, 
his righteousness. I mean, they just keep going on and on and on. And it makes absolutely no sense for them to go on. Now, where Job comes in is Job all of a sudden wants to defend his righteousness. He gets in this situation, and I think it's about the 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 end of the chapter, like the 40th verse, the 30th or the 40th verse. And he comes and he's telling God, he's been, I've been so righteous, but I've done all the right things. Um, but I've said all the right things. And the Lord is like, oh, okay, the Lord's going to answer him. And we've all fallen into that. You don't earn your righteousness. You don't earn your righteousness. You don't earn your, you need to understand that you don't earn your righteousness. Your righteousness is given to you. You receive your righteousness by faith. And a lot of times we think, and we'll start comparing ourselves. We'll start being in a circumstance or a situation and we'll start saying things like, but look, Lord, look what I've done. Or look how they're sinning over there. Or, or look how often I've served you. Or look how many times I've gone to church. And look how I didn't cuss this person out. And I'm doing absolutely everything you said. So I don't understand if I'm doing absolutely everything you said. How has this fiery trial or how has this thing come upon me? That, that they do, LaShonda, they do teach that. That's what the Pharisees and Sadducees were doing. They were trying to see when people start teaching you that you can earn your righteousness, they're really putting a put, put you putting you in a situation. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for you to be oppressed. And the reason that they want you to be oppressed is so that you don't understand. God, thank you for the revelation that you don't walk into a relationship with God. See, when you become oppressed by religion. When you become oppressed by spirituality, when you come become oppressed thinking that you have to earn this thing, you won't receive it by faith. And so when you think your little point system doesn't add up, you'll back up in your relationship with God instead of pressing into your relationship with God and not receive the fullness of who God is. And then you just negate grace and mercy altogether. And so Job gets into this conversation where he's trying to tell God, you know, I've been so righteous. I've been so good. I've done so many good things. And God is going to answer Job. God is going to answer Job in just a minute. This is where Job gets in trouble. He First, he got into the woe is me. We talked about that yesterday. We ain't finna, we're not getting ready to do no woe is me. Job got into woe is me. And then he goes in from being in woe is me to get in this situation that he's going to start telling God about how righteous he is, how long he's lived for him, how long he's been saved, how justifying this shouldn't be happening to me because I've done all the right things. Fiery trials don't come up upon us because we've done all the right things. Go to Matthew, um, the fourth chapter, I think, and the 20, it's like the what is it? The 40 something, the 44. Oh, he's telling them to love the end, their enemies. He was talking to them about loving their enemies because they were talking about revenge and all of this. And he says, you've heard the laws that say, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you in the way that you will be acting as true children of your father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight or the scripture or the verse that we've heard multiple times. He's rain on the just and the unjust, right? He sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is that for that? 
And that's what he's telling me. He said, if you only love people that love you, what reward? God doesn't just, I'm, I'm going I'm to blow your mind this morning. I'm going to help you out. God doesn't just love those that love him. God doesn't do that. He doesn't just love those that love him. God loves us all. God loves us all. And that's the mistake we've been making. We keep, especially people who are not believers, we keep mistreating people who are not believers or who are sinning like God doesn't love them. That, that's not the truth. God loves everyone, everyone, everyone. God is looking for everyone to be saved. God is looking for everyone to receive his salvation. God is looking for the one sheep, the lost sheep. So we have to get this thing out of our head that this good, good father just doesn't love those that just believe in him. So that's why God said he reigns on the just and the unjust. And so we'll get in our righteous piousness. I've served the Lord all the days of my life. And the Lord is saying, that's good. <laughs> that's good. But some of these fiery trials and these things that you're going to experience don't have just to do with your righteousness. Now, should you be righteous? Yes. This doesn't give you permission. I want anybody saying I just gave him permission to sin. This doesn't give you permission to go and sin and do whatever the heck you want to. You're absolutely not. That's not what it does. But what we need to start doing, start doing is stop justifying our righteousness. Stop justifying our righteousness. Stop justifying that it's about your acts and your deeds. <laughs> it's not just about your acts and your deeds. This thing, this life, you got to receive this, the word of God by faith. You got to understand that the word of God is by faith. Romans 4, 1, 3, Abraham believed God and God accepted Abraham's faith and the faith made God, the faith made God bless Abraham. His faith, Abraham's obedience is what moved God. Abraham's ability to trust God no matter what. It wasn't whether or not Abraham got it all right. It was because he faith for everything. He knew God. He knew God's voice. He was spending time with God. And so the thing that we see Job do here at the end is Job keeps trying to justify his righteousness. And the Lord is sitting there listening to Job like, okay. Like Job is trying to tell him all the good things we did. You don't live in your relationship with God based on a point system. You don't live in your relationship with God based on a point system. That's not the God we serve. That's not how God is. And if we ever remove that from our lives, we will enter into a true, thank you, Holy Spirit, true relationship with God. It's not just about, and it's multiple times in the scripture. It's not about your acts. It's not about your deeds. It's about your relationship. It's about your relationship. It's about righteous living. It's not about your spirituality. It's not about how many times you pray. It's not about how many times you pick up your Bible. It's not about how many people you've blessed. It's about that you begin to receive God by faith, that you trust in his word and his, his righteousness and your desire to be in a relationship with him will work out all the kinks. If you've ever really been in, I'm going to give you the example from here. If you've ever really been in love, like real love, I ain't talking about that love that y'all be, that we be doing or that I've done before. I don't love like that anymore. I used to love like that. I, I love, I love from a different place now because I understand how much God loves me. Right. I had to, it, it changed my perspective of love. If you've ever been in love or been in a relationship, you modify yourself, right? Real love will modify itself in order for you to, to have a good 
good relationship. You begin to modify, you begin to make changes. That's what it's like for you to be in a love, good, healthy relationship with God. When you're in a healthy relationship and you're taking in his word and you're eating his word, you begin to modify yourself because you understand his, his love as the love of the father and you don't want to be without him. You don't want to be without him. You don't want to disappoint him. You understand him as father. And you make changes and you modify yourself because you understand that this is his will for your life, his desire for you to stand in righteous, right living, to be pleasing in his sight, to please him. But it's not based on a point system, which also allows you to receive his grace when you do something wrong. When you do something wrong. So it's not about don't you not don't we ain't taking no numbers. We ain't taking no points. Don't don't start writing down little dots about all the stuff that you've done for people. As a matter of fact, we're not even really supposed to be talking about stuff we did for people. Is it clear in the scripture? Let your not don't let your right hand know what your left hand doing. You're supposed to be doing all this bragging and boasting. You're supposed to serve, take care of people, bless people, do whatever it is the Lord tells you to do. It ain't gotta be no public announcement. This ain't no point system. This ain't my no point system. This ain't no point system. We don't earn his righteousness. No, Lashonda, we don't. And the scripture backs this up. Now, do we need to watch our sins and what we do? But you don't, we need to learn from Job here because God's going to rebuke and deal with Job in just a second and remind him of who he is. So God reigns on the just and the unjust. You take that scripture and meditate on that today so that you can earn um, the revelation or learn the revelation for yourself and also for others. And if you learn this revelation, I promise you, you'll learn to extend more grace to others and you'll accept grace and mercy for yourself. You'll accept grace and mercy for yourself. We ain't on no point system with God. He reigns on the just and the unjust. We ain't on no point system. So stop sitting over there comparing your life to someone else, talking about how much more righteous you are than a person. We're supposed to be in humility and in his presence and in love and not talking about by humility and the fear of the Lord, right? By humility and the fear of the Lord, he raises and brings honor to us and honor to our life. We get, we, we get honor in our life by humility and the fear of the Lord. That's Proverbs 22 and four. So I got to know what the word says. So no, you this, this point where Job starts talking about all, oh, do you, Lord, I, I'm, you know, I've done all this. Uh, um, I, you know, um, I love you, Lord, but this is what I've done. I've been so uh, good and I've been so this. And he's just telling them, he just, all this righteous, I'm righteous, I'm right standing. And it's like, Job, that's good. That's good that you've done. And we're going to see at the very end when God corrects him that he repents. But it wasn't for him to argue his case with God about his righteousness. He needed to know God loved him and would do for him and would take care of him, even when he's not righteous. I mean, even if it's not. See, we've learned love so wrong that we think love is based on a point system, right? And there's a scripture in the verse that says, "What like as your father, what good does it do for me to not take care of you or withhold? What good does it do? What good does it do? Abraham received everything by faith. And I'm going to show you this. If you go over to Genesis, um, Abraham and Sarah were on their way to another part of land and they encountered this king. 
And Sarah was fine, y'all. Sarah was fine. King sees Sarah, sees how beautiful Sarah is, and he wants to take Sarah's wife. Well, Abraham let fear set in, right? He let fear set in. When fear came in, I'm telling you, you got to watch this and read this. When Abraham let fear come in, he told Sarah to lie. He's like, you need to lie about being my wife and say you're my sister. I don't want them to kill him. But what happened in this moment was Abraham forgot about the promise of what God had told him. My God, he had forgot about what the promise of God had told him. So he, 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 he put himself in a place. He put himself in a place where he forgot about the promise. So he tells Sarah to lie. So Sarah lies and the king is about to sleep with Sarah. The king is about to sleep with Sarah. So as the king is about to sleep with Sarah, God speaks to the king and says, absolutely not. Don't touch her. Then he comes back and says to Abraham, what have you done? Like, what are you doing? You trying to get me hurt and hard? He sends Abraham on the way. But even in sending Abraham on the way, he blessed him. The king blesses him with all these jewels, these ox, this donkey, and all this stuff. Even though Abraham had just lied, Lord still blessed him in that situation. The Lord still blessed him in the situation. But Abraham also had a repentant spirit. Abraham also had a repentant spirit. David kept a repentant spirit. So I'm telling you, you can't earn your righteousness. It's by faith. It's, I know, Eb, it's by faith. It's by faith that we receive God. You got to understand your faith. Go read when you get times, Romans 4, 1 through 8. And that tells you more about what Abraham's faith. It was, uh, it was his faith. God is an unconditional loving God. And Job forgot about that part and was trying to prove his righteousness. When you get around people trying to prove their righteousness, taking points, point systems, calculate, well, I've done good all my life. And I, you ain't even supposed to be exalting yourself like that. He reigns. He says here, he says, I reign on the just and the unjust. I reign on them both. I reign on the just and the unjust. My reign is not just for those, I'm not holding this. I'm not withholding. Now, once we come to God and we accept him as Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, there is a responsibility to our righteousness. Be clear. There's a responsibility. But what God does for you is not based on a point system. So stop. Get, get your little checklist. Put your little checklist to the side. Put your little checklist to the side and stop thinking you calculating points with God. Because what happens is also when we make a mistake, then we try to go do all this stuff to get it right. We make a mistake and then we're going to go try to do all this stuff to get it right. We're going to try to make up for the sin. You can't make up for the sin. You can repent for the sin and receive your forgiveness by grace and receive your forgiveness by grace. I'm This is biblical. I ain't giving you no whatever. This biblical. You receive it by grace. You receive your forgiveness by grace. You cannot make up for your sins. So stop stressing yourself out trying to go do more good deeds because you sin. <laughs> Repent. Receive your. That's in John. Repent. Receive your forgiveness. And I'll find that scripture and drop it for you later. That's it. Receive it by faith. Repent, go on and receive it by faith, and then put yourself in a position to hear God and move forward. Or well, I am healed not just to judge ourselves, but to judge, I mean, not just to judge others, right? But also to judge ourselves. Sometimes we judge ourselves. And Romans tells us there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Go read that in Romans 8. Go read Romans 8. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. 
So don't get your little calculating system out, your little point system out, thinking because your little points and your righteousness that you can't enter a fiery trial. A fiery trial is a different thing. A fiery trial is a purification process. A fiery trial, when we experience fiery trials for God, it's to perfect your faith. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. When we walk into these fiery trials, it's to perfect your faith. These, that's what fiery trials a lot of times are, is to perfect your faith, to teach you to trust God more. How will you learn grace and mercy? How will you learn these things if you haven't been tried in your faith? You got to be tried in your faith. So don't think, don't think, don't be like Job's friends. Don't be telling somebody the reason you're going through something is sin. I used to do that. Oh, they got sin in their life. They might not have no sin in their life. Job might not have. He had a little fear in his life, but they don't have sin in his life. This child was a testing of faith. Job was in a testing of his faith. It was a testing of his faith. So don't take that on. And then don't ever try to prove your righteousness to God. He ain't interesting. And you trying to prove your righteousness to God. Now, righteousness to God, you, got, you can't do it. He'll be looking at you like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Because we all fall short of the glory. We all sin and fall short. We all sin and fall short. So that's the word of the Lord for today. Don't try to prove your righteousness. It's not going to work. You and God are going to get into a very interesting conversation. If you sit in your conversation and try to prove your righteousness to God. I did it before. I was going through something and I was like, Lord, um, I've done everything you've asked me to do. And he answered. And I was like, let me stop talking to you about what I've done. <laughs> and let me just stop. Let me just concentrate on the fact that you're a good, good father and that you love me. Right. That you love me no matter what. Let me concentrate that you on a, that you are a good, good father. So remember that we ain't proven our righteousness. He reigns on the just and the unjust. That's why sometimes you'll be like, but they're over there getting blessed. If Psalms 37 tells you, fret not thyself unto evildoers, neither be envious of thy workers of iniquities. Now, you ain't supposed to be mind your own business. As stay in your own lane. <laughs> focus on you. Focus on the goodness of God. Focus on your purpose. Focus on how to be right. Just having a good relationship. Having a good relationship with God. Entering a relationship with him that's not based on a point system. Got it? And, and you're going to be judged by your deeds and acts later, but it's not the way you think. Yeah, my own. Kim, it's, I'm coming out with a t-shirt. NYOB, mind your own business. <laughs> mind your own business. Mind your own business. Don't be worried about why my calamity. If I'm going through something, get your butt in position and pray for me. Somebody around you is going through something. You ask for more grace and mercy. Extend yourself and pray for that person. Don't be sitting over there shaking your little head saying, mm-hmm. They shouldn't have, they shouldn't have talked they shouldn't have talked about me. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. NYOB. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Like just mind your own business. Be focused on the things of God and don't try to earn your righteousness. Well, guess what? That's it. We are out of time for today. Receive that by faith. Understand your righteousness. Receive that by faith. Oh, that's good, y'all. That's the first place to be repentance. Um, Lord, I, we all need to do that. Lord, forgive me if I've tried to prove my righteousness to you. 
That's good, y'all. You helped me there. Forgive me, Lord God. Everybody, we all should be saying that. Forgive me if I try to prove my righteous to you. That's not what a relationship is about. Me proving my righteous. You're a good, good father. You love me. You love everyone. And I need to just receive what you have for me by faith because I've already accepted Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. Well, that's it for today. We are out of here. Don't forget, go subscribe to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. If you are on Google, you can go download the LMJ Ministries app. It's available on Google. We're waiting on it to become available on um, iPhone. It should be there in just the next couple of days. Don't forget, follow us on podcast, anchor.fm, just being LMJ. You can book me, booking at justbeinglmj.com. Man, God, this has been meaty this week, but this has been necessary. Hey, pay attention. Um, we dropping some things today. It's kingdom, baby. It's kingdom. We learn a kingdom. It's kingdom. This is kingdom we're learning. We, God is just giving us revelation knowledge of how to have a healthier relationship and live kingdom benefits here on earth. It's kingdom, baby. I love y'all so, so, so much. I'll see you back here at 5 a.m. in the morning. Invite a friend in. Send someone a word and be like, come watch this devotional with me. Get your coffee. Have a little conversation with Lakeisha. And I'll see you back. You know what I'm about to say? Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone see the, the, the love of God through your hands. Let me speak a word over your life before we get out here. Father, I thank you that you bless the ears of the people today that you unclog them from religious hearing. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.